What up, though? What it do? Back again. 2024. Pros and casuals. What's good? What's going on, my brother? What's going on, Imhotep? What's going on, chat? Happy New Year's. Happy holidays. I know we've been MIA, but you know why. Because it was the holidays. <laughs> Let me make this. I got to make this box a little bit bigger. Whoa. What's going on over here? Um, yeah, it's been crazy holidays, I think, for everybody. But um yeah. we back now. Everything is good, everything is gravy. Um before we get into this, yo, look at now everybody wanna come in here. They talking. Long time no see, I know. Um so we got a lot to talk about. But before we talk about what's going on in the MMA world, because I feel like we got so much little stuff happening over the last week when it was kind of radio silence after the the uh, Leon and Kobe fight. I wonder if everybody knew that like shit was about to kick back up, so they decided they wanted to drop all this news at once. But um, we got a lot. Do you want to start with how your holidays were? Oh, my holidays was hectic, bro. But you know how it is. Yeah. With holidays. But uh, I can't complain. I'm alive. I'm blessed. It's 2024. More opportunities to grow, hopefully. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. My holidays was cool. How about yours? How was chats? Mine was um good overall. Went to, went, went, obviously everybody knew that. I went back home for a little bit. Decided to stay here for Christmas and New Year's. My boy, uh, Ron came out, um, for New Year's, so that was cool. But, um, yeah. I see, hold on, we got a super chat in here. What's up, Ryan? What's going on with this? Okay. Shout out, shout out to Ryan for the super chat. He said, um, happy new year, boys. Hope y'all enjoyed the holidays. We did, my man. We did. Appreciate you, Ryan. Yo, Tariq is crazy. He said, good news, fellas. My broken neck is fully healed. Your boy's 26th birthday is tomorrow. How the hell did you break your neck, bro? Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> That's a crazy thing to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? But... It's all good. Let me see. Um, happy birthday, by the way. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, brother. All right. Um, now that we got some people in here, I want to talk about Jesus Christ. My man said he fell four stories at work. So did you get the you get the comp. You better, you better have got the workman's comp. He <laughs> better have got the workman's comp on that. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm, I'm, my lawyer showing up for me. Oh, excuse me. He said four flights of stairs. God damn. That's wild, bro. Well, I'm glad to hear that you, you know, you back back on the mend. You um, get your legs in check, Tariq. Can't be falling no no stairs now. Yeah. So. 
we had a lot of things happen in the MMA world. Um, I think the general consensus is that if um, the general consensus is that nobody wants to see Kobe Covington fight again, which I'm glad that everybody's kind of over it now. Um, and I knew that this day would come. And I'm I'm very happy that this day came because we don't need to see him no more. The the gimmick is up because everybody knows it's a gimmick now. And uh yeah. I'm I'm I hope that we don't have to see Kobe Covington again. Yeah, I I don't know who you're talking about, brother. <laughs> you you talking about somebody I've never heard of. <laughs> Yeah. Um uh, no, no, dead ass. I really don't know who who is this person. <laughs> I did he win or I, I I just explained this to me. Did he win or did he lose? He lost. Alright, so then then that's okay. We we can move on. I mean what 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 did Cat Williams say? Um your your allegiance to losers is shocking to me. <laughs> Hey, that was a heavy bar. <laughs> That's what Hey, can we talk about that interview real quick? I know we're supposed to get into some MMA shit, but I want to talk about this interview, bro. That was that was by far one of the funniest interviews I've ever seen. No, nah, that no, nah, that was a golden interview, bro. From it beginning really to end, bro. And you know Cat Williams always been golden, man. And I'm just happy that he he chose the right platform to talk and expose these motherfucking weirdos out here, brother. Yeah. Because they really are some weirdos. Bruh. And he had receipts for everything that he was saying. Well, he said he had receipts, but did he? Because he didn't put, he didn't put no <laughs> Bruh, receipts, but I guess he's all, saying you can go back and look at it. When your character is impeccable, it'll do the work for you. Meaning yeah. everybody is doing the research for him. There's clips out. Everything that oh, he was yeah, talking no, that's, about, that's there's facts. proof. That's facts. Yeah. He don't got to do the talking. He got his fan base to do all of the work. Dog, they putting out so much shit. Oh, my God. And he ain't lie, bro. He ain't lie. He might exaggerate a little bit, but he ain't lie at all. Yeah. All these niggas in dresses, bro. All of them. Every single one of them. Crazy. Mm. Now, I understand if you got to take a role, but my question would be what he asked also is, why does every nigga gotta be in the dress? Why does mm-hmm. every black man's role gotta be in a dress? Every single one of them. It it just doesn't make sense to me. They yeah. got Wesley Snipes black ass in a dress. Did Wesley they? Snipes, he's blacker than black. Yeah. I didn't know that. Top, one of the ugliest niggas. Probably top top thirty ugly niggas of all Shit, time. Didn't they get um didn't they get what's that big ass nigga's name? Um they got Vince Rames in that bitch. Ving Rames. Ving Rames. They got him in the dress too, didn't they? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's crazy to me. So when Cat Williams was speaking on that, I was just like, I knew it. I knew it. But Cat Williams. I mean, been but people been people been saying that for a while now. Yeah, but it's a difference between saying that and then really sitting back and like digesting it. Like, yeah. damn, like these these brothers is really in dresses. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they got Kevin Hart in, in some princess outfit. Crazy I didn't even know work. about that one. I didn't even know about that. Come on, bro. You already know about the Martins, you know, and you know I kind of passed it off because Shanae was funny. 
you know, and all of that. But yeah, the older you, the older you get, the shit gets weird, brother. Hold on, real quick. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta put this super chat up right here. Shout out to Young Cordero. My man gave us the. Oh, hold up. Oh, this, Let me fix this it. boy don't know. Okay. Th- man, Young Cordero, we appreciate you, brother. Yes, from, sir. From, appreciate you. Absolutely lot. appreciate you. So he gave a super chat. He said, let's start the new year. Great, everybody. Feeling generous. And hope everyone had a good holiday. <clears throat> Sunni and AA, you guys always make Mondays at 7. Dope as hell. I started getting worried without the show being on. Thought they caught Sunni with a break. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no bricks on this side. But Young Cordero, we appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Nah, thank you for real, for real. That's a big boy don't know right there. Um, so yeah, bro. This Cat Williams shit, I thought that was funny, and I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm a little bit disappointed. I'm a little bit disappointed in another podcast that I listened to. Um, The Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne and um uh Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz. And these niggas ooh, sat ooh. on that fucking couch, bruh. And and they said 10 minutes worth of shit about that interview because obviously this nigga Charlemagne, you know, got ties to niggas like Steve Harvey and them. So yeah. it's like, come on, bro. You you can't have a platform like this. And then when shit pops up with niggas that you cool with, you just sit back, at least say some bullshit. But to say nothing is kind of crazy. Char- Brother, Charlemagne is with them. All of these weirdos over there, he's with them. I remember Charlemagne when he looked like a raccoon, when he was black <laughs> as hell, had patches. I remember that Charlemagne. All of a sudden, like he's a whole new individual. Whenever y'all get a chance, just do a back, you know, back and forth to see how he looked back then and see what he looks like now. That shit looks different, night and day. So Well he did he had his dermatologist on his on on uh on man, a podcast. You say dermatologist, I say witchcraft nigga. This nigga put blood on his face or something. I don't know what's going on over there. No, words. that's literally what they do. It's your own blood, though, PRP. What you about to get it to? Hell no. I forgot you. I forgot you in LA because you're changing. So I got you. Yeah, I'm in LA, so I'm changing. Come on now. You know how it is over there. I that do know how it is the over best here. Best of everybody. Hey man, all I know is niggas out here getting hair tra- transplants and shit. And I I kept mine the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Who 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 get hair who get hair transplants? Hey, <laughs> nah. Shout out to them though. It's not cheating. You just taking your own hair, so they can't say nothing to us. These girls get to get BBLs, get every goddamn thing in the world. They don't get to though because are... we look down on that shit, don't we? Who? I you and I might look you and I might look down, but a majority of men don't. Yeah, I guess so. It's, they don't, and that's it is what it is on that part. But we don't get down like that. Mm. I um, need all natural. Sean asked a question. He says, "Sunny, what are some of your goals you have this year for your fighting career?" Great question. I would like to fight three times this year. I'm working to make that happen. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna fight on that Cage Warriors card, but I'm looking at something in March. But I need three. At least. So my goal is just to be prepared to fight any time so I can take short notice shit because apparently that's the only way I'm going to get fights right now. So uh, is not giving people a choice because somebody pulled out and it's either they fight me or they don't have a fight. So that's the only way that's going to work right now. 
But that's that's my goal. That's my goal. It's a great, it's a great goal. Three fights, okay. Yeah, three. So, I want more than that, but I got a lot of shit going on over here, so I think uh, the next dude you fight, you gotta you gotta put in work. You gotta beat the brakes out of him. I mean, is that not what I've been doing? Yeah, but this one gotta be like I'm Dead. here, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? See mm-hmm. me dial type shit. So before we start talking too deep in the MMA, I want to just talk about what Dana White announced. He, I think it was yesterday, right? Yesterday. Also, wait, before we move on from this topic, somebody said, uh, actually, Tariq asked if Samuel Jackson has ever dressed up as a woman. I don't recall. I don't think so. Mm, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great question. I kind of want to look it up now. I don't think so. I feel like he's too real. No. What is this? What? What what happened? Uh, Okay. I see what he did here. Hold on. Let me put it up on the screens. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what this is. But I'm going to just say I see what he did. He got a kill. Nah, nah. That's that. Yeah, that's a Scottish attire. That's cool. That's a so cultural this is cool. dress. This is cool. That's a yeah. That's a. I mean, I ain't dressing in that joint, but you know, it's a kilt. And he got the little Scottish hat or whatever the fuck beanie is cap. This I don't know what he got going. What is this? Nah, come on, son. This nigga look wild. Can you see this? Let me open this up real quick. <laughs> Can you see this? My man look a little zesty right now. Okay, you see, I'm gonna just go ahead and uh, remove this. <laughs> my fault, Sony. My 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 mic cut off. My fault. But nah, yeah, now nah, I seen that joint. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. He said he's repping the culture. <laughs> also, what's up, Anthony? Shout out to Anthony. Uh, thank you for your super chat, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate. All right, so Dana White announced yesterday. Um, two fights: Armand Sarukian versus Charles Oliveira. Actually, let's. I want to talk about surprise. this first. You said you're surprised. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, no, nah, I wasn't thinking that they would match that. I thought that it was a possibility because remember, didn't Armand call for this? I don't know. I'm not too aware. I'm pretty sure he either said I want a title shot or he want to fight somebody like Oliveira. And bruh, I just I I honestly I want to see this fight. But I'm kind of in the same boat as you even though I knew it was coming. It's kind of weird that it's happening because you remember we were having that conversation about people at the top of the division not fighting the up and comers. Yeah. And now here we are. We got this first fight with Charles and Armand. And then we also got um, Dustin Poirier and Benoit Saint-Denis. This fight, I did not see coming at all. All right, so this fight screams the UFC forced uh, Justin to fight. Oh, for sure. For sure they did. Yeah. For sure they did. He didn't want to fight. 
Because why why would you? Why would you fight Benoit? He should, I mean, I don't want to say he should be, but I think once you lost, right? Like once you lose to Charles like that, you can't really, you can't really, you don't really have too much power. Not Charles, I'm sorry, to to Justin Gaethje. Yeah. You got finished. It's not like you had a five-round banger and you lost. You got finished. Nah, but this is Dana White saying I got to move this division. Like, y'all can't just be sitting, yeah. picking and choosing. Which I'm glad. Been, I'm glad. Yeah, he had, he had to set it up. I never thought Benoit was going to get it, but shout out to him. Yeah. And that's going to be a good fight. It is. Um, and I think Benoit is probably going to win. Okay. Damn, all right. And the reason I say that is because... He can strike, but his grappling is nasty. Okay. And that's not to say that Dustin's grappling is not good, but I just feel like Benoit is um Benoit is more complete as a fighter, and I think his grappling is gonna be a problem for Dustin, honestly. But we'll see, you know. I'm curious to see what what the what the um what is it Benoit how how he looks against somebody like Dustin because you know they've been fighting each other towards the bottom half of the division so I'm curious to see how this is gonna go now with them. Um, I see Ryan got a super chat. Thank you, Ryan. Much appreciated. Damn, why is this? All right, here we go. Uh. He said, I was kind of hoping for Covington versus Poirier at UFC 300. Nah, nah. I think if 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 Kobe would have put on a, a better performance than the one he did, I think maybe we could have got that, but he looked like trash. At least Poirier was still looking good when he fought um Justin Gaethje, you know? But Kobe just looked like shit, and that was not a great fight for him. Um... Eric says, Benoit is an actual killer. Like, bro, has so much potential. Yeah, he does. But that's why I'm curious to see. <laughs> we don't say this guy's name on a podcast anymore. You're right, bro. My bad. My bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm curious. Who, who do you got for this? You think Dustin got it or Benoit? Yeah, I'm, I'm going for Dustin. Interesting. How do you think he wins? Dustin fashion, KO, probably like second round. Okay. I'm not mad at that assessment, <clears throat> but I still think, I don't think Benoit is stupid enough to stand and strike with him right now. Like, I think, I think if he wrestled him up first and then struck with him, that makes more sense, but I don't see it. I don't see him just going out there striking, bro. Yeah, I mean it's going to be interesting. I'm just like I said, I'm I'm like surprised as hell the fight is happening. Yeah, but this man, that's going to be a hell of a fight for that's real. That's a hell of a fucking fight, bro. Cuz you know Charles will stand and bang. He will. And Armand but just Armand is fucking was nasty as shit. Oh my god. Yeah, this is going to be crazy. Yeah, I don't think it's going to the ground. They're probably just going to stand and bang for it. Nah, it's going to go to the ground. All right, we'll see. I think it's going to go to the ground. Armand's going to take it there. Nah, Armand feeling himself. He ain't going to take it there. You think so? You think he's feeling himself? He's just coming off of a KO. He, nigga, he called out the champ. 
That's the definition of feeling yourself. Okay. So you think he going to try to prove something by standing with Charles? Yeah. What better than knock his ass out? I mean, if anybody could do with it, a guy do who's going to with the guy you know who's he's going to stand and bank with you. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be an hey, interesting three, one. Hey, UFC 300 about to be stupid. What, well, what else are okay. going to Hold on. Olive's just got his black belt. That boy is striker too. He did not just get his black belt. Black belt? Who gave him that? We have to check that, mom. Um, see, okay. Now, Eric says, is Charles striking better? I wouldn't say that his. Mm. I think that he. I think that he's more accurate. I think Charles is more accurate. He's a little bit it's cleaner. Tough to tell. I just to think he's a little bit me. cleaner. Armon Armon is good, but I think he's still a little. He's still a little rough. But Charles is clean right now. Really? Charles is clean, and he don't give a fuck about getting hit, which is a good and a bad thing, but. In his case, it might be. I just hope he doesn't try to do the thing, the same thing he did with Islam, where just going forward with reckless abandonment and then getting rocked and falling on the floor, thinking that niggas is not gonna jump in his guard, and then he gets submitted again. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. yeah. Armand will jump in his in his in his guard. Oh, okay. Gorilla said he got his black belt in Muay Thai. They do that in Brazil. Yeah, they do. But I also don't respect anybody that has a black belt in Muay Thai from Brazil. No offense, because Tiago Alves has a black belt in Muay Thai. It's not Tiago Alves. I'm sorry. Tiago Santos. And he is not a good representative of that. Now, if you told me Jose Aldo was a black belt in Muay Thai, then <laughs> then that, that, that's a different story. But, um, Yeah. They got belt belt levels in, in Muay Thai? That's no. Crazy. But it, I think that's what they're trying to say is like in Brazil they do that, but in Thailand they don't do that. No. Nobody has a belt. You're either a fighter or you're a teacher, which is a crew, you know, and then, you know, it goes up from there, Kun crew and shit like that. But, yeah. How the hell could you even measure that? In Muay Thai? Yeah. In the same way that you do in Jiu-Jitsu. I think you can. You base it on knowledge of this knowledge of skill and tactics. Okay. But I think it's it's better to you. <clears throat> I think it's better to use it in the exact same way as jujitsu, though. Like you have to be able to do the things that you say that you're trying to do to be a quote unquote black belt in Muay Thai. That's the only way that I would say that it that it works. Like you have to be able to spar with people and show the techniques that you're doing. Like Regardless of whether Charles got a black belt, a black belt in Muay Thai or not, I would say that he's someone who I would respect if they were telling me something about Muay Thai or telling me something about striking. Okay. But if you tell me somebody like Kobe Covington wants to talk to me about striking, I don't care. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Why do you keep bringing that name up? <laughs> I don't know who he is. <laughs> You still won't explain to me who he is. <laughs> yeah, you like this is foreign to me. Yeah. I feel you. Hold on. Let me let me let me put this. You don't have an answer. I got you. Thank you. I don't. I don't have an answer. I must stop talking about him. But um 
Jake asked, isn't Charles basically legally blind? If Charles is, how does he avoid any strike? He was blind, but he got LASIK from what I understand. So he can see now. Um, but before he said, he said he was just, he would see three different images and he would punch the one in the middle because he couldn't see straight, but now he can see. That's, so crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy shit. Um, yeah. So that's what we got going on. That was announced. Um, I think, I think you miss Ryan's joint. I miss Ryan's. Oh shit, my bad. Super chat. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan you says, yo, so you check out that UFC 299. Okay, so this is what I was gonna say. Um, 299, people are saying that 299 looks better than 300. So how? How can you say that when 300 is not even finished? And and, and the fights that were announced, they're not even the bone nickels and all of them, those are pre uh, prelim fighters. That's a prelim fight. Hold on. So so let me let me see what we got here. How do I all right, let me just do it like this. So 299 is this one. And then UFC 300 is this one. All right. So main event for 299, Sean O'Malley, Tito Vera, right? When is this? March 9th. Okay. In Miami. All right. Then you got Dustin Poirier versus Benoit St. Denise. Gilbert Burns, Jack Della Maddalena. That's a crazy ass fight. Kevin Holland, Michael, Michael Venom Page. That's a crazy ass fight. Curtis Blaze versus Jolton Almeida. Don't care. Um <laughs> Caitlin, Caitlin Chukagan versus Macy Barber. I'm actually interested in that fight. Um I'm curious. Why, to see why, are, you, why are you interested? Because I'm curious to see if Macy Barber can deal with with Caitlyn, because Caitlyn be beating up most of these girls besides the ones that are that are like top three champion and and number one contenders. So she beats everybody else, and I'm curious to see. She's basically a gatekeeper for the for this division. For that division. And um, I want to see if Macy Barber can beat him, can, can can beat her and deal with her style. Caitlyn has a very strong face, man. Um, she does. Very, she does. very, very, very strong features. Shout out to you, Caitlin. <laughs> um, Mateus Gamrot versus Rafael Dos Anjos. Uh, okay. It's a good fight, right? It's a good fight. The, the only reason why I'm saying it's a good fight is because this is what I'm this is what I've been asking for. I'm I want the people that are at the bottom of the division to fight the guys that are at the top. Rafael Dos Anjos yeah. has been in the top 15. I felt like he didn't, even though he's a legend, I felt like he didn't really deserve to be in that spot. So it's good that they're giving him an, a, a kind of up-and-coming dude because then if he can beat him, then he's solidifies his place, right? But if he loses, then it's like, all right, like, we know you're on a decline. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Peter Yan versus Song Yadong. I feel like I should care about this fight, but I don't give a fuck. Truly okay. don't care. Like, Peter Yan has been losing. He's nasty, but he's been losing. And I haven't really been interested in watching Song Yadong ever since he got his ass beat by uh, Corey Sanhagen. So... Okay, so two, so two loser streaks fighting each other? 
No, no, no. I think Song Yudong won his last fight. He fought Rob Font, I think, his last fight. Let me look. Song. No, sorry. Uh, Gutierrez. Chris Gutierrez. Oh, he's... Actually, okay. you know what? I take that back. I forgot about this Ricky Simone fight. That was a good fucking fight. That was a good fight. I, I'll give him... I got to give him props for that because that was a really good fight. But... That nigga um, traps his... Am I tripping or is this traps big as shit? Who? Pause. <laughs> Simon, Ricky Simone? Yeah, Simone. What the me, fuck am I looking at? Nah, he swole. He Isn't swole last nigga swole for sure. Swole as shit. Yeah, he swole as hell. Nah, that, nah, that picture was crazy. But all right, man, I'm tripping. Maybe I'm tripping. <laughs> this one looks look crazy. Look at that. Yeah, that shit look like I don't know, bro. Okay. I think it might be his hair. Oh, he got hair. Yeah, his hair. He, he got like oh, a mullet. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, mind. yeah. I um, apologize for interrupting you. So I'm okay. Like I'm. It's a cool fight. I'm sure I'll be more excited watching the fight than I will just seeing the names together. Um. I fuck with Kyler Phillips. The names Phillips. are there, though. Huh? The names are there for this card, though. I ain't gonna lie. No, nah, the names are there for sure. Um, Kyler Phillips and Pedro Munoz. Um, didn't Kyler Phillips just pop for some shit not too long ago? Let me see if I can talk shit about him yet. Hold on. Let me see here. Yep. Last year, he was suspended. Oh, so he good, though. Yeah, but let me see what it was. Tested positive for Osterine. And if I remember correctly, Osterine. Attaches protein to the body, blah, 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 blah. Binds it. Okay. Tells muscles to grow. Okay. So it's a. Uh, okay. It's definitely an enhancing drug. Dr. Sunni. And it's not approved by the FDA. Interesting. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. But I do like him. I think he's dope. Um, but I don't know how oh, I feel about this pop, this this drug test. I need to do a little bit more research on that. But it's not good that he failed. Um yeah. Pedro Munoz. I know he's a, you know, black house fighter and I train at black house, but I have never really, um, cared too much about watching him fight. I know he's good, but yeah. Um, you ever spar with him? huh? You ever spar with him? Nah, he's small, bro. He's 135. Okay. Um, excited to see Lauren Murphy back. Um, and I don't know who this girl is, but don't, yeah, this is not an f- interesting fight to me. This is an interesting fight to me, though. Um, shout out to CJ for getting, coming back after that crazy ass ass whooping from his, one of his last fights. So this is the card they got so far, right? <clears throat> That's the final, right? For 299? I don't know if this is final, but. Because they haven't separated it into like what's what is a prelim and what is a main card, and so I think once yeah. they do that, then it'll be final. <clears throat> but Those these are the fights four. they got right now, right? Yeah. Um, let me look at some of these chats real quick. Um, Damn. What? 
No, I'm just saying UFC ain't playing with 299 and 300. You see what Fuck I'm saying? Up. So hold on, let me. Uh, anonymous and casual as hell. He ungrateful. This card is filthy. <laughs> and with Chamayev, Islam, Connor, John Jones, all not on 300. How can 300 top 299? Well, we about to look at it right now. <laughs> thank you, thank you for your super chat. We are gonna look at it right he now. He called me filthy. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny said, "Um, AA is losing losing his casualness because he knows RDA versus Gamron is a good fight." That's funny. <clears throat> Forever a casual, Johnny. Appreciate you. Peter Yan and Song Yudong will be a banger. It, I, it might be, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, that's what people are saying. Yan and Song Yudong is a banger. Okay. Yeah, as soon as Yan and Song is a banger, that's what I've been saying. What the hell's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> Come on, man. You gotta uh, step your shit up, my boy. Let me see here. Um... Kyler popped. Yeah, he had a little Austrian. Okay, Eve, Eve, fish, fish, however you say this. Uh, thank you for your super chat. He said, shout out to CJ uh, Vergara. Um, this kid hopefully won't do laughs. He's a stud out of San Antonio, Texas. Okay. Yeah, hopefully he ain't running no more. <clears throat> Let me see what else we got in here. See... Uh, uh, Johnny, he said, excuse me, did you say you're excited to see Lauren Murphy? You must not have been looking at the screen when I said that because I looked into the camera for dramatic effect. So that was clearly sarcasm. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, nah, you was, you was talking about Lauren Murphy off the podcast. You then, you see? Like Look at this, guys. Don't do this. Don't do this. Stop. Wait, what's going on here, Sumi? You, you deny your love for her? That's crazy. You, you see, you see how this guy is. Anyway, so let let me look at let's look at UFC 300 now. So far, this is what they got. By the way, there's no title fights on this card as of right now. Okay. So, Charles, number one contender versus Armand Sarukin, number four, crazy fight, banger. Yes. Yuri Prohaska versus Alexander Rakic, right? Don't like this is I feel like if I was European this would be a very big deal but I don't care about this fight but it's a good fight though but is it like I'm not excited uh, about Alexander Rakic I know he's number right, so five. You, could, you could you could separate excitement for from it being still a good fight like you know how I could be like man that's just not exciting but it's probably gonna be a good fight in the sense of they'll probably be a good matchup hey man even Drip just said it. <laughs> Nobody give a fuck about racket. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. I don't really care about that dude. Yuri, I'm still interested in seeing him. You know what I'm saying? But racket, yeah, nah, I don't know, bro. He he's never he's never done it for me. I can't even remember a fight that he's had. And I'm sure I've, I've watched him, but I just don't. I can't remember him. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Calvin Cater versus Aljamain Sterling. I don't really care for this fight, but I know it's a big fight, so I, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. It's something I didn't expect. That's why. I, that's probably why I'm thrown off. But yeah. but it is a good fight. If Aljamain gets dogged, I don't know what to tell him. 
I don't know if he's going to get dogged, though, because he's a big dude already as it is, and I think he'll make 145 just fine. My thing is Calvin Cater doesn't do well with, with grapplers, you know, of that caliber. So if Aljamain... Which, and, and most of the time, what happens is a fighter that was at a lower weight class that goes up to the higher weight class all of a sudden has more cardio. So, cardio has been a big issue for him. But this is a three-round fight versus the five-round fights that he's had. So, actually, I, sh I can't even say that because he went five rounds with, with, with um, Henry Cejudo and looked good. But, I don't know, man. I, I see some of y'all saying, get Aljo out of here. <laughs> I'm not... I don't know. I can't. I can't say that. I can't say that. I still got faith in him. I think he's going to win. Nah, there's just something about Aljamain, bro. There are certain people in life that you just can't explain why you don't like them. Yeah. You can't. And it's not like I you hate the man or anything. They just not. Yeah, Aljamain is that guy. Okay. He's that guy. And I told you, remember when he fought Sean O'Malley? I said when he had the green in his head. <laughs> I said he lost. He's gonna lose. Why would you paint your hair green to match another man's energy? That's not your energy, nigga. Live in your energy, and you would have won. Yeah. But nah, you want to paint your hair green and then get knocked out. But and you was fainting. You was dancing all night. Ass nigga, you better move up. <laughs> and then this fight. Don't you dare lose to Calvin. Don't you nah, dare. I don't think he's gonna lose. I don't think he's gonna lose. Um, I don't really care about this fight with Bo. I, I'm not. I don't know, man. I'm not really interested in seeing Bo Nickel right now. Why? Wow, he just came off of a dominating performance, Bruh, I don't know. Some something's going on. Something's going on with this. With lately, I don't know, man. With with the way that they've been doing some of these UFC fights, I'm just. It's like underwhelming. I don't care about Bo Nickel fighting Cody Brundage. But I know it's Nickel. an upcoming fight for him, but I just don't care. Like, let it happen. It's supposed to happen, right? Bo Nickel needs this. He needs to build himself. But yeah. I'm not interested in watching him build because he, 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 I don't know. He don't take me there. Nah, nah. I definitely feel you. But I feel like this is a good good fight for Bo. No, it is. It, also it is a good builds fight. his resume. It and if he fight. keeps doing this dominating shit, He's about to be up there with the big boys. Yeah. And get the fights that he wants. What and I'm saying so is, far he's showing he has all of that. For sure. All I'm saying is, and I agree with you, but all I'm saying is I'm not interested in watching this. I'm just waiting for when <laughs> it's him versus Hamza. I'm ready for those fights. But I know he's like a year or two out from that. You know what I mean? My brother Hamza, he ain't gonna last two years. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I've, I, brother, I, I done done some research, just a little oh, bit. Oh, what you mean? No, 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 not too crazy, not too crazy. You know, Talk just, just a quick observation of Hamza. Ever since he had that COVID battle, he ain't never been the same, bro. His immune system all fucked up. We ain't never, you know, when he took the time off, nobody even knew why he took the time off. No, nah, it was. There we was we never... knew it was because of COVID. He said his lungs was fucked no, up. My I'm man saying, retired and I'm came saying, back. I'm saying he had two retirements pretty much. He had the yeah. COVID joint and then he didn't and then he fought and then he didn't fight for like a whole year. Yeah. And his recent fight was against whatever, right? And then now you see those pictures? Nah, what pictures? I like the brother looked like he got stung by a thousand bees. What? What you mean? Was, yeah. He posted and then he deleted it. The brother looked like he was about to meet Allah. That's what I he was going to Jenna. 
That's oh, what he, that's what he looked like. Not okay. being dead ass. He looked like he was dying. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah. there's something wrong with this man's immune system. There has to be. Okay. And, and you well, know, COVID. Well, uh, Anonymous said it here first, so we'll we'll definitely be keeping an eye out and see what's going on over the next couple months with with uh with Hamza. Hey, Hamza, two years max. Watch. Okay. Um. Ryan sent a super chat. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. He says, um, former champ, three title defenses, arguably one of the best bantamweights ever, fighting some bitch-ass number seven nobody like Calvin Cater. Give him another former champion like Max. See, but I see your point, Ryan, but I disagree. And I'm going to tell you why I disagree. Because how many times have people done that they they go they move up to another weight class and they get thrown into you know thrown to the wolves. Don't do that. You go up and you fight somebody. Not to say that Calvin Cater is not good because Calvin Cater is good, but you fight somebody that's not at championship status, number one contender. Like he didn't move up to go fight Elia Tapor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that that's not a good fight for him to take, right? But but, but I oh sorry I don't cut you off. Go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. I but I will say this though. What changed? Because when he was a champion at his last division, his plan was to do what? To win, beat Sean O'Malley, then move up and get the championship the, fight the, the for, for this is, division. The difference is that he lost. That's what I'm. But I. But you, you lost, right? That doesn't mean that you're gonna. You should take a nigga like Calvin Cater. You should take Absolutely at least a top five. No, 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 why? no, no. I, you, you was just you an ex champ. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Hold on, hold on. I respect. I respect that you feel that way, and I understand why you feel that way. But you have to look at it from a business standpoint on Aljamain Sterling's behalf, right? If I'm Aljamain Sterling, I just lost my belt. I got. It's not like I lost, like how Demetrius Johnson lost to Henry Cejudo type of loss, right? Where it's a close fight, arguable that you know one person won versus the other person. And then Demetrius leaves and goes to a different organization. Or even if he decided to stay in the UFC and moved up a weight class, it's a different energy that you're moving up with versus you got knocked out by Sean O'Malley. So you got to be careful about what your next fight is. Your next fight can't be Ilya Tapura when you just lost. You don't have leverage right now. His goal right now with this fight is to get power. Right now, he don't have any because he just got knocked out and lost his belt. So if he goes out there, fight somebody like Calvin Cater, who is at the top of the division. He's in the top 10. He's a good fighter. He could be championship material. This is a chance for him to prove that. But so far, he's shown that he's just slightly one step away from that championship area, right? So Algermain comes in, takes this fight. He should win, right? And when he does, if he does win, there's a high high probability chance that he does win. Now he can set himself up to figure out what he wants to do because he has a little bit of power. But if he just comes out here, boom, I want Ilya Tapora, that's a high risk, low reward. You know what I'm saying? So no, I, I see your you. point and I, I agree with your point if we're talking about fights that we want to see. I don't necessarily want to see this, which is what I was saying earlier, but I understand why it needs to happen. Yeah. I no, understand I get why it, it needs just, to happen. I guess we both understand each other. It's just... Yeah. My whole thing is the caliber, that's all. You went from nah, the championship... Yeah, you're right. And you're right. You're 100% right. To Calvin. 
um drip uh thank you for your super chat he said it should have been Bo versus Pfeiffer hell no hell no i'm gonna tell you why no number one because joe pfeiffer pfeiffer however you fuck you say his name um he's an up-and-coming prospect you don't let the up-and-coming prospects fight each other right now you wait until they get a little bit higher and then you sell that bitch it's, the, it's what they need to do with hamza versus what they should have done but hamza moves weight classes it should have been hamza versus um Fuck, bro. What's his name? He just beat up Wonder Boy. Shafkat? Shafkat. Imagine that fight now. Imagine uh, Hamza versus Shafkat right now. That's a that's a that's a pay-per-view headliner without a belt. Fact. Easily, that's a headliner pay-per-view without a belt. So <laughs> Drip, Drip gave another super chat. He said, yeah, I'm a hater. I want to see Bo go to sleep. I feel you. And if and if that's your goal, then yes. That that is the fight that should have been made for sure. But that's not what we want to see. At least if if you're the UFC and you're thinking about business, you want to build it up so that you make more money on the back end from building up Bo Nickel and building up uh Joe Pfeiffer. And then also building up Hamza and building up, bro. Can you imagine? You build Hamza to where he's at. Give him one more high-profile fight if he was in the same weight class, obviously. And then you put uh, uh, Shavkat. He he don't really need no more high-profile fights at this point. But let's just say you give him one. And then they fight each other in fucking Europe somewhere. Oh, mm. my God. It's over, nigga. They selling out wherever the fuck they at. Do that shit in Dubai or something. It's over. Here's the problem with keep trying to, trying to like, build them and build them and build them right yeah the the problem is their performance is outmatching the building pace if you're knocking a nigga out how much more can i build you if you're dominating these that's people that's the point that that's I'm what you want you. that's what you want hey, yeah man. but i mean at, at some point it goes all right brother enough like you're knocking niggas out you gotta fight the top of the top but that's how they build your that's how they build your highlight reel. So by the time you get to the top 15, the top 10, they got a highlight reel and the story to show what the fuck this nigga's been doing. Lighting people on fire. So when they get to you, remember Francis was the scariest nigga of all time before he fought um before he fought Stipe. Why? Because they saw that highlight reel of him sending people to heaven. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He sent my man Overeem head into the stands. When you watch that highlight reel, it's like, I want to see what the fuck Stipe is going to do with this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that's the purpose of the buildup is so that they have an opportunity to build the highlight reel. And that's why niggas like Justin Gaethje were so important for the UFC at the time because he had that shit outside of the UFC. That's why he came He came in as a doing a fucking main event for a fight night, his first fight. Not many people get that. First fight in the UFC and you a main event on a, on a fight night card. That's crazy. That is. But that's the value because he had the highlight. I mean, his nickname is literally the highlight. He had all the highlights leading up. My man had the fucking rolling thunder knockout. Fucking beat up Nick Lowell, knocking motherfuckers out left and right. And he's supposed to be a wrestler. Of course. Hold on. We got to, um, 
Super chat from Ryan. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. He said, the problem with saving fights to build them is sometimes they lose and you get a Deontay Wilder versus Anthony Joshua problem where that was about to happen, but they waited a little too long and Wilder lost. Yes. I see your point, but the difference is Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder were both champions and they could have made that fight happen. That's the time to make it happen in boxing, at least. And they didn't do that. But we're going to talk about boxing and Anthony Joshua in a little bit because of um, uh, Francis. But we'll get there. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lindsay, we're going to talk about that. Um, so as of right now, I would agree with most people in that UFC 299 is a better card right now than UFC 300, but it's only because I don't think they have, it's not filled out yet. How many more fights do they have left to fill out? I mean, this and is would, nothing, bro. And, Look at this. And would, this is this is five fights right here. One, two, three. No, four fights right here yeah. versus... <laughs> this shit is basically filled out, bro. One, two, three, four. Yeah, One, on, two, see. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven fights they got already for this card. And you got four for the other one. So as of right now, 299 is looking crazy. But they got a lot of time. Because this shit, when is this is not till April, right? Yeah, April 13th. Yeah, so they April. got time. Now, what if they add like a a, a do like uh, Adesanya on three hundred versus who though? I I don't know. I'm just because throwing out a name. I don't want to hear this nigga Duplessis if he beat fucking if he beats uh what's his name Sean Strickland. Yeah. And no, on this Sean year, they better book that they better book Izzy versus Duplessis right now for the money. Fuck the fact that Izzy lost the belt. You know why they're fighting. Yeah. You saw that interview? Which interview? Sean Strickland when he was crying. Yeah, with Theo Vaughn. Yeah, I saw it. Okay. No, I was just, just randomly asking. What? Tell me. Yeah. What you thinking about? No, nothing. <laughs> it's just it's just interesting, you know? Like, we. It, it's obvious that he's still dealing with trauma, clearly. Right? You said that it's obvious that he's what? That he's still dealing with trauma, clearly, right? I mean, if you're yeah. going on podcast crying about what happened to you as a child, it's yeah. a traumatic thing, and that would never, it's never going to end. It's never going to change. All you can do is make the best of it. But it's just, it just, it's funny because I find myself like, damn, Sean Strickland is a real individual in the sense of he talks shit and he says what he feels on his chest. But then when the whole, you know, Duplessis basically beating him with words and mm -hmm. then you follow that up you lose the press conference then you lose i mean you can argue whatever you want but you pretty much lose in the in the little whatever you whatever battle you got into in the, in the arena and mm -hmm. then you go on the interview and you cry so you took three l's already yeah all you took three l's in the sense of those three l's came from one subject your child Hood, your past yeah. so that yeah, one yeah. thing affected everything from you you went from being like everybody was like uh attacking israel rightfully so you know what i'm saying about his doggy issues and shit like that yeah and the things that he does but then when it happens to sean this nigga's having a meltdown yeah a full-blown meltdown i know you can look at it from a perspective of like 
he's letting his feelings out and everything. But this is not the Sean Strickland that was portrayed to me when I initially was looking at him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like right. he he under he understood his trauma. But it, it's not going to make him. He made it him. seem like like he like he knew what what time it was in regards to himself. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So when you speak that way, I don't. I know there's still going to be emotion behind it, but I never thought that your opponent's words can cause that reaction from him. Even though you he's never a thought, crazy you never individual. thought you would see him sitting on the couch crying about that shit. <laughs> never, 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 ever, never. Yeah. But yeah. Who am I though? Because that's a touchy subject, you know. Yeah. But it's just a lot was revealed to me. This is just off topic. A lot was revealed to me in the sense of Sean Strickland. He's a very you you, you can easily mind fuck him. Pause. Yeah. If, if in a fight, right? Yeah. It's mental and physical. Yeah. You can easily mentally beat the shit out of Sean Strickland. That's what's been proven to me. Yep. And Duplessis is winning that, by the way. I think so. I think so. But but I will say this. And it's something I've been thinking about lately. On one hand, I understand. So you remember before we were talking about Volkanovsky and you were like, nah, I don't want to see that shit. Don't be, don't be crying. Don't be doing this and that. Don't talk about mental health and this and that, right? No, I said, yeah, don't do that after a loss. Right. That was that's my point. And I was disagreeing with you, but I was, and I still stand by why I disagreed with you, but from that point of view. And what I mean by that is initially I disagreed with you because I was looking at it from a, a human being standpoint, right? Where you shouldn't tell somebody not to talk about whatever, right? But when I sat back and looked at it for what it is, number one, fighting, but number two, the business of fighting, it's a horrible, it, it's a horrible thing to do mainly because of how it's going to be used against you unless you can own it and it can't affect you moving forward. Mm. So in the case of uh, Volkanovsky, for example, I think that he can own it. So he's, he's, he's fine. But somebody like a Sean Strickland, when it's thrown at him, can't hold it. Can't, can't, um, can't own it even though he, we thought that he could own it before, but he can't really own it once it's actually talked about. Yeah. It's something that could be used against him in combat, which is already being used against him now in combat. And it's only being, and it's only being used against him because of who he is. Yes, exactly. If, if Sean Strickland had the, the background of like a, if he was a Wonder Boy Thompson with the same daddy issues and everything, I mean, not daddy issues, child issues and everything of right. that nature, people would um you know, talk as much shit, but they because wouldn't. it's Sean Strickland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, his whole image is talking shit. Yep. He was saying funny shit. And then when when it gets brought back on you, now it's too far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I read a quote, he was like, uh, wives are off, off limit, um, parents are off limit. Mm. And I'm just like, who created these rules? When it comes to this, when it comes to this shit talking game, I, listen, I'm against. If you talk about the dead, it's fuck you, right? Yeah. But if you do it, I'm still not. I understand because it's part of the culture. It's part of the whole idea of being a shit talker. See, but I don't but like Conor McGregor. I I, but I, I agree with you. But my only caveat to that would be, 
if you're going to be that way, you have to also be able to accept whatever consequences come with that. Facts. A hundred thousand only. That's the, and that's why I don't like niggas like Ian Gary and all these other motherfuckers. Connor, as much as I dislike some of the shit that he's done, I know for sure he stands on what the fuck he says. You know what I'm saying? He might be crazy, oh, yeah, but he nah, stands yeah, he on does. that shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Any man who throws a dolly on the bus is... <laughs> Meanwhile, He's you got dudes guy. like Ian Gary who will talk shit and then you talk shit back to him and he start crying. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, but we know what that is now, though. We've yeah. diagnosed what that problem is and anything that comes out that camp, we don't know who's saying it. So yeah. it is what it is on that part. Yeah. But all I'm saying is, Sean Strickland, you got to be able to take it, bro. You can't talk about people. You talk about people's wives. You talk a crazy amount of shit and then... Somebody hit you where your heart hurts, and all of a sudden, now you want to throw fisticuffs. <laughs> Go on interviews and expose your childhood that we've already knew about. But because you're popular, you got to yeah. let more people know. But, yeah, I'm sorry going on this, you know, little... No, 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 you're just, good. This is, you know, um, this is... It just, this is all looking like he's going to get beat the fuck up. That's what it's looking like to me. His next fight? Ian, you talking about? No, I'm talking about Sean. Well, oh, Ian, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I, Sean, yeah. I, I'm not paying. I'm not paying attention to Ian no more. I told you, Ian is in the same category as a Kobe to me. So I'm done. We're not okay. like. Do you know what I'm saying? It mm -hmm. is what it is. Ian will be. Ta I'm not gonna go against his talent because he's talented as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's definitely his only chance of redemption is beating the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Taking kicking ass and taking name. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. and he has the capabilities of doing that, but. Shout outs to him and shout outs to his wife and happy home and happy wife. And <laughs> shout outs to him and shout outs to his wife. <laughs> <laughs> all that bullshit. Um, shout out to Sean P. We got a super chat from him. He said, uh, Javante Davis, the 129 and 0 pound for pound star. Hey, you got to call him by his, his new name, my boy. I was about to say that too. What's his new name? Abdul what? I, I don't know. I, I think Abdul Waleed or something of that nature. Yeah, something like that. Let me look that up real quick. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to see, my boy. Yeah, Abdul Waheed. Abdul Waheed. Okay. He's in there. So that's his name now, Abdul Waheed. FBI, we got him. We got him. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what they say. No, you know what's funny about that though? I I don't know why I've always thought the name Abdul is is hilarious. Nah, chill. Abdul's Abdul is Abdul is not to, I'm not making fun of um the person formerly known as Javante Davis, but I'm just saying. Abdul nigga, is a funny name. Over there, over there, your name would be Sonny, nigga. Get out of here. I know. Ain't no Sunni. I know hey, the, Sonny, the, the, the Muslim dudes at my gym. <laughs> the Muslim dudes at my gym be saying it the right way. Shout out to shout out to Salah. Hopefully, y'all get to see him fighting in one championship soon. Nasty. Um. So, something else I wanted to talk about. Our boy uh, Francis Ngannou is back again, getting another thirty million dollar bag. Plus, I don't even know. I can't even say thirty million. I'm sure he's gonna get more than thirty. But um, it seems like they signed a fight with Anthony Joshua. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this right now? 
That boy Francis said, I'm going to double back. Made a U-turn. <laughs> and about to get another fight against the goddamn Anthony. He just went from arguably the greatest in Tyson Fury. Now you about to fight Anthony Joshua. And everyone said you beat Tyson Fury. And you have a... I know the betting odds are huge for Anthony Joshua. My only thing is, can Anthony Joshua take a hit like Tyson Fury can? Yeah. And that's... I mean, Anthony Joshua is more, way more... Uh, like, he's... I'm not, I don't, I don't want to say he's more technical because Tyson Fury is technical as shit, but his style of fighting is precise. Is much more technical. He's a, he's a textbook fighter. Yeah. Textbook. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. That's the perfect word. Text, textbook fighter. So it might be a little bit more challenging for Francis. Yeah. But I ain't down Francis no more. I'll tell you that much. I ain't down him. I'll tell you what I think. He's just going to get better. So I, this is what I think. I think that Anthony Joshua, this is how the fight, I think the fight, the fight is going to come down to who prepared better because I think they both possess the skills and attributes to beat each other, right? But then this is why I say it depends on, depends on how they train. If Anthony Joshua takes Francis seriously and trains for real, and actually takes Francis very serious, and they have tape now to see how he is in a boxing ring, right? The element of surprise is gone for Francis right now, so he doesn't have the luxury of being able to do the same stuff. So with that being said, Anthony Joshua should win this fight, given the fact that he's seen what what uh Francis can do with somebody like Tyson Fury in a boxing ring, right? Yeah. On the flip side, though, Francis can lose if he does not improve. Because if he shows up as the same boxer that fought Tyson Fury, he's going to lose. If he shows up as an improved version of the fighter who fought Tyson Fury, he'll win. Um, Francis has improved in every fight he's ever fought. That's what I'm his power is. I'm not disagreeing with that. But what I'm saying is he has to improve at a... And I'm sure it's possible mainly because it's just... I don't want to say it like, like boxing is not shit. When I say it's just boxing, I mean like he only has to focus on one thing as opposed to wrestling, boxing, Muay Thai, Jiu-Jitsu, fighting for an MMA fight. So he only has to focus his, his attention in one area, right? So I do think that he can make the improvements. But I what I'm saying is I hope that he doesn't just think that the skills that he has now got him to where he needs to be and he doesn't need to improve more. But I also don't think that he should try to be a boxer. I don't want him to think that he has to turn into a textbook boxer because he'll lose. He has to still keep some of that MMA style that he has, just improve upon it more. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. Like in yeah. a clinch aspect type shit, like really use the clinch game. Use, use the clinch, use his jab more, but be more be a little unorthodox with the jab. Set up different strikes that boxers don't normally see, different angles that boxers don't normally see, but use the normal boxing and, techniques to kind of set it up just little little stuff like that little stuff he ain't like gonna that. see he's not gonna see that overhand right i'll tell you that much right now yeah exactly or that wild ass uppercut he be throwing 
<laughs> if he throws one of them jokes, that'd be crazy. My thing is this though: the amount of experience that he just got out of fighting Tyson Fury, insane, is substantial, insane, substantial. You know what I mean? And he looked damn good. Yeah, That's he did. The he looked good. Part. He looked good. Like he's just gonna get. He's just knowing Francis. Not know. I don't know him personally, but observing but his, what we've observed from his career. Yeah, yes, I agree. I agree. He, he always looks better he, every fight. He's gonna improve, but Anthony Joshua is also heated up now, though. Like he's looking like the old Anthony Joshua. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, he's actually walking around like trying to prove points now. Even him taking this fight is big because yeah. I know a lot of people think it's not big, but bro, if you lose, like Tyson, Tyson Fury, niggas are talking about Tyson Fury should retire now. <laughs> they weren't talking about that before he fought uh, Francis. You see yeah. what I'm saying? That's the power of losing to a nigga that you're not supposed to lose. That's now the whole world don't even want to see him fight no more. Exactly. Crazy how it goes. You know what he I mean? Said that's the power so, of losing to a nigga you're not supposed to lose to. <laughs> that's the truth, brother. You know that. You no, know you're that, right, so. though. You're you're 100% right. You're 100% right about that. Yeah. So, Anthony Joshua, he's going to train, and he should be prepared. Be prepared to get hit. That's my only thing. Oh, he got to be prepared get to hit. take that. If he can't take that, it's over him. That's my thing. Like he, he got to get hit, and if if Anthony Ruiz can drop your sorry ass, nah, let me tell you what. Uh, Come on, Anthony Ruiz. I'm sure he is hard though. No, nah, no, nah, he. I'm just joking. But these are he heavy, these. Are, by the way, these hard. are heavyweights. So let's let's be clear. That punch they that Francis hit hard. Tyson Fury with with boxing gloves, he would have had him looking like Overeem if it was MMA gloves. Oh, he would have killed him. He'd have killed him. He'd have killed him. His head would have slammed on the canvas. <laughs> Face first, Stephen Bonner versus John Jones. When the elbow came, hit him in his goddamn temple. <laughs> Stephen Bonner, rest in peace. Yes. Yeah, crazy shit. When you see your head bounce off the mat, it's over for you. It's over for you. You better, you better hope you don't have that ref who let Cuz die four times. What was it? Uh, uh, that Johnny Walker. Yeah. Nah, not Johnny Walker. See what happens when you lose. You forget who they are. What is this nigga name? Uh, <laughs> Come on, son. He got like he died four times. What do you mean he and died? Then, the only person I know that died four times is Johnny Walker. No, the ref let this man die four times. He was getting beat up. Black dude. Why can't I not remember his name? I don't know. I just I don't. You do know. Was it a, re a referee? You said your man's fought him. Turner fought him. Oh, oh, Bobby Green. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I forgot his name I'm sorry when you lose my brain something happens I apologize he said when you lose something happens you just forget who they are huh <laughs> yeah not nah, not on purpose you know it's a subconscious this man this is how I was programmed I don't he judge said, nobody, I don't, he said I don't remember losers <laughs> Nah, I try to. It gets harder for me to remember them. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Niggas be vanishing in my brain. The more L's you take, <laughs> the more you disappear. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oblivious. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay said, man, AA really don't praise losing. Hell nah. Hell nah, because life is already trash. So if I'm going to invest my energy into you, you better not be a loser <laughs> at all. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? And I don't know these people, but 
You know, I cheer for them. So if you lose, I'm not cheering for you. Why would I give you that? <laughs> Hell no, nah, nigga. My chair means something. Okay, I, I value my chair. As a poor man, I value my chairs. That's hilarious. Shit. Um. But shout out Ooh. to them too. They gonna get a get a nice Saudi Arabia once again. And you see, this how you know they got money because they hit you back to back. Yeah. Oh, we gonna fuck you up in three, four, and, five and months. You said this. You did say this. You said they was gonna get them back. Oh yeah, and this is just the beginning. See, boxing is, is just this, a is little plan. Is this in Saudi Arabia? Oh, it, it is, is in yeah. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it is. I'm it is in Saudi Arabia. They, they March 9th. Back to back. He just fought right, in November. Soon. Damn. Yeah. When, Anthony when, just when fought. Was, Anthony when just was the fought Tyson three Fury, When was the Tyson Fury Francis Ngannou fight? Was that December? I, I, I want to say November. I could be wrong though. October, November, one of those. Let me look. Let me see when that fight was. Francis. Oh, that was like end of October. Okay, end of October. October. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. October so he fought. But Anthony just fought like three days ago. Yeah, he did. He did. They beat the shit out of Jermaine though. Yeah, and also Deontay Wilder lost. It's um, over for Deontay. It's over for. Him. Let me let me ask you this. And I and I was talking to Eric about this because um, we were talking about boxing the other day, and I was like, if it was, uh, no, I don't know who I was talking to actually. It might I don't know, but I think it was Eric. Anyways, I was like, if it would have been Deontay Wilder that fought Francis instead of Tyson Fury, he would have knocked him out. Francis would have knocked him I, the fuck out. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. For after that performance, yeah, Francis would have knocked him out. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just him out basing sure. it off of both of their performances on separate nights, yeah, absolutely, Francis. Yeah, if Francis would have hit him, would have hit with the yeah. Come on, son. Oh, can, you back up. can you imagine how the boxing world would have crumbled? Maybe not crumbled, but shit would have been flipped upside down, like kind of like it is right now. If he would have actually knocked out Deontay Wilder. Crazy, yeah, yeah, but it's um, Deontay Wilder is unfortunate, but I it's looking like he's getting there, it's over for him type shit, yeah. I mean, because that performance that performance was terrible all night, he was just looking for that right, and now, it wasn't there. It didn't, I mean, this, but, yeah, imagine this Francis already fought Tyson Fury, L Fran or win, huh. L or win. Um, he for the for him versus the Tyson Fury. What you mean? No, I'm saying he already fought him. Yeah. Oh, you are oh, you saying? Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He already fought him, right? So, uh, Francis already fought him. He lost, right? But everybody kind of general consensus is that he won the fight, right? Well, losers don't get Anthony Joshua fight. So. Losers don't get Anthony Joshua's, right? So Anthony Joshua now gets to fight Francis, or maybe Francis gets to fight Anthony Joshua is a better way to put it. And so let's just say that Francis ends up beating him. Maybe by decision, right? Or maybe he knocks him out. Or maybe he knocks him down and wins a decision. But either okay. way, Francis wins the fight. And then he fights Deontay Wilder, 
and knocks out Deontay Wilder, okay. or even just wins, is Francis the greatest heavyweight of all time in combat sports? He'll be the greatest. He'll be the greatest two-time athlete. Two-time. Like, you think so? I'm not giving. Yeah, in that in that sense, but I'm not giving him the great because if I give you the greatest, you said greatest combat athlete, greatest combat athlete, yes. So you putting him above the the obvious Muhammad Ali's and uh, Mike Tyson's. Okay, and I have to I have, let me specify. The Floyd Mayweather. Wait, 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 wait. I have to specify then, as yes. far as <laughs> sport impact versus like global impact because i think muhammad ali is the greatest for global as an athlete for global impact right facts no yeah. one's no one's topping what he's done as far as global impact from an athlete right I, but I agree. if we're talking about strictly just accolades in combat sports can we argue that he is better than floyd only because and i'm not I want to start this by saying that I'm a Floyd Mayweather fan. I've watched every single one of his fights several times over. I've studied him, right? But Floyd has only ever been in boxing. Francis, obviously, is a different weight class, but he's from a different combat sport. One yeah. in which no one has ever done technically what he's doing right now, which is go from MMA to boxing and succeed. Yeah. And he succeeded, even though he lost, at the highest level against the best fighter that was available. But if he so happens to beat two out of the three and arguably beat all three, how can he not be the greatest combat sports athlete of all time? Because right, so he, went, so he left saying. the UFC beating Stipe, beating yeah. Cyril Gaon. The only person he didn't beat, you could say, is John Jones. That's it. I would but say he's the greatest. Com he's the greatest combat by default because no one has done what he's doing. Okay, okay. So then, so then the answer is yes because he's the first person to do this thing. To my knowledge, now I know there's a lot of knowledgeable people who tell me someone who you know what I'm saying. But from what I know, he from because he was a UFC champion mm -hmm. and now he's. Boxing belts in the heavyweight division obviously doesn't mean anything anymore. Clearly, it's the names so? that matter. I mean, and, and when it comes to Francis' position, the names matter. The belt, yeah, the name, the name matters more than the belt for sure. Yeah, so having a think, belt, I don't is, think they will let him get a belt. And even if he did, is it relevant? Because he's he's already won pretty much. Right now, if you all he's doing now is just taking wins after wins after wins, and then you it's cementing he's the best combat whatever. But it's only by default. That's okay. No hate, no shade, just default. Because no one has really has done it. Right. Okay. I'm curious to see though how how this fight plays out. I'm kind of glad that it's happening in in March, so we get to see. I'll say you know. Huh? Sorry, sorry, to cut you off. I'll say this though, and this is once again no shade. If there's any division to do it, and it's the easiest division to do it, it'll be heavyweight. I knew you was going to say something like that. I mean, but it's yeah. true. It's true. The heavyweights have less skill. He just beat he just he just beat their most uh technical fighter in that whole division. Yep. You talk that's it. It's over. He got that experience. So, now he's about to fight this nigga who's textbook. After he does what he does with him, 
who the who the fuck else is gonna fight? Like, come on. Yeah, you know there's nobody I mean? else. Wilder, we don't really. I mean, I guess you want to see it. I don't want to see it. You yeah. lose the way he lost, brother. I don't want to see it. That's fair. That is fair. Imagine um, fighting somebody and all they do is throw a right. And all their career was working, but now you realize it ain't the same no more. Okay. This dude, this dude can take it. Pause. Harry Harry said something very interesting, and I didn't think about this, but he said Alex Perea um, is a two-sport, two-weight class champion. Kickboxing and, and MMA. You're right about that. You are right about that. And I don't want to say this. I, okay. I'm saying this knowing that it's not a completely fleshed out thought, but we're live, so I'm just going to say it. It's whatever. But there's something about it being boxing that makes it a little bit different. Because as we all know, boxing is like a purest sport, right? Like it's the the most technical right sport that there is it's a science the sweet science as they say right so you based on what we know about the sport of boxing you're not just supposed to be able to walk into boxing and do well because it's such a science right it's so technical it's so this it's so that that you have to be a real boxer in order to come over here and do something now what anonymous just said is also true the heavyweight division is not the hardest division to do that in necessarily, but in any sport, but it's still the fact that he's doing it regardless of whatever in a sport like boxing. Right. hundred yeah, percent. So while I agree that Alex Perea is definitely a legend just off the bat for the fact that he's won a belt in two different weight classes in the UFC and had two belts at the same time in glory. Glory is not a long, a long established sport like boxing. Excuse me, I say glory. Kickboxing itself is not a long established um, sport like boxing is. Boxing has been around since when? Like the 1600s or some crazy shit like that, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, kickboxing has been around, I guess in some form you could say Muay Thai is kickboxing, but it's, it's a little bit different. But it's been around for probably just as long. But the like Harry just wrote, there's a lot of prestige in boxing. So I agree that Alex word. is. I would put Alex above, but if Francis ends up doing what I just said, and I think he can, if he ends up doing it, it's hard to argue that. It's hard to argue that. Now, if, um, um, if huh? Alex moves up to heavyweight and, and gets a belt, also oh, it's over. over. It's over. And he's and apparently he's bulking up to do it. So can you imagine, bro? Alex versus John Jones, and he's the first motherfucker to knock John Jones out. <laughs> that would be crazy, right? That would be insane, bro. Imagine Alex moves up to heavyweight, fights John Jones, and fucking left hooks this man's whole face off. Nah, oh, it's gonna. It's gonna be all oblique kicks all night. We staying away from the danger. Stay away from the danger. All right, he's gonna cap kick you. You oblique kick him, and whoever wins wins. <laughs> now, what if he went up and he fought like a goddamn 
like an Aspen. Like, what if he does it soon? That would be crazy. First of all, I mean, that I think that would be cool. If he went up and fought Tom Aspinall, that would be a good fight. And won the interim title at heavyweight? Oh, my God. That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. So, yeah, that'd be OC. <laughs> you got to, at that point, you have to give him John Jones. Fuck Stipe. And he literally did everything Israel ever dreamed of. He's a light heavyweight. I'm just saying he'd be he he moved up to light heavyweight. He's a champion. That's what Israel did. But Jan stuffed that shit down. Sent yeah. him back to the yeah. Sent him back to the young boys, right? And then he wanted to remember one time. Oh, I might move up to heavyweight to fight John Jones since John Jones moved to heavyweight. And Alex is if he does move to like move to heavyweight, it's over. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Damn. That would be crazy, huh? I'm, I, I, I want to see that. I want to see that. He can I hope do Alex it does out of that. every, out of out everybody, everybody he can. He, can. he definitely can. And he has the, he has the frame to do it too. He does. You know what I'm saying? So I, you don't really know how much he walks around with for real, for real. So, um, something else I wanted to talk about before we get out of here is um. The I forgot about this kind of went under the radar, but the the UFC is supposed to be starting their new doping program. Yeah, within their I, within their own program or um, I mean, well, let's read it here. Own. Let's let's see let's see what they talking about. So. Perhaps the biggest change for fighters will be the testing agents seeking them out to collect samples. Under the new program, the UFC employed Drug Free Sport International, the same agency that handles drug testing samples for the NFL and Major League Baseball, to collect samples from the 600-plus fighters on the roster. Interesting. How do you feel? I don't know anything about these about NFL and, and baseball, but how is this this uh drug tester do you know anything about them i mean if they handle i don't know anything about them but if they handle samples for the nfl they gotta be legit you said they gotta be what they gotta be legit right because they don't they don't play around in the nfl okay according to the ufc Drug-free sports international employs over 5,000 collected personnel, collection personnel worldwide, which will help with the greater global coverage. Interesting. They had prior to the program. Athletes are subject to random unannounced testing during 65 days a year, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Damn. I mean, it's kind of like that already, but once the samples are collected, sports medicine and research laboratory based in Utah will handle the testing. Is the World Anti-Doping Agency accredited lab headed up by Dr. Daniel Etcher, a world-renowned anti-doping scientist who has testified at past hearings of all UFC? Okay, okay, it's legit. I mean, if if they're an agency for the NFL and MLB, yeah, but something. But I'm not me- gonna speak on this because I don't know shit about what they're talking about. So. Here's the That's thing. That's the power of McGregor. You see that name, McGregor? That's the power of McGregor, boy. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. 
Now, this is my thing, and this is the reason why I asked you what you know about about this this company, because we know that there are companies out there that you can pay that are legitimate, but maybe have had some kind of history in the past of, you know, not doing certain things with an athlete or being lenient on an athlete or whatever. Um, so what do you think? Cause I don't know I mean, anything is... about, about them. So I don't know if they've had some issues in the past with an NFL player that has done something that everybody knew, but then he, you know, Nah, I feel you. Honestly, brother, I don't know too much about it. All I know is the association, and I know some people will say um, it's never gonna be a perfect um, like answer to this to niggas cheating because yeah. they're gonna always find some type of way. But the, from what I know, the NFL does a decent job. Most of these people, they, if they do get popped, be notified, they get suspended for a substantial amount of time, and they get fined. Mm. Which should be protocol, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can, yeah. But I can't really co compare it with Usada because that's not something I ever paid attention to. Like, if he was a cheat, I would just look at it, pause physically. Like, I'm like, this nigga taking steroids. Right. That's my right. knowledge of steroids. If you was big as shit, that's so I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do know that that water is is official. Uh, Tech man said the new company also rewards snitches with reduced sentencing. Oh, we know a lot of rats. Stop. Look <laughs> <laughs> at the noise. You funny as hell. Um, yeah, so right, I, I thought that I thought this was interesting, and I wanted to get your your opinion on it because I don't really know. It's just it's a very interesting thing, but it seems like it's probably going to work out in the same way that they had it before. So yeah. I'm cool with it. We'll see. It's the power of McGregor. That's all I keep saying. <laughs> um, what else you got, bro? You want to talk about anything else? That's all I got as far as like MMA and combat sports for the new year. Yeah, There's a few I, other I, things, I a, but I don't really want to talk about them. Yeah, no, this is just like a really quick, and this is a serious question. Yeah. Right. Very serious. Is it? Those pictures you sent me, pause. It's not like that. Uh, are, are, Was that confirmed about Jamal Hill? <laughs> is, is is that is, is that confirmed? I'm gonna no, no, Sunny. I don't want to make this a big deal. Relax. I see what you're trying. <laughs> Sunny, this I, don't is not a, I really just want confirmation. That's all. Okay. Because if it's not real, then I don't want to talk about it. Well, let's let's look it up. Don't really even want to oh, talk about it. Somebody I, deleted it. So so it's not real. <laughs> Hold on, nah, nah, nah. Hold on. This was, this was a month ago. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Should I say what it is before I find it? Nah. If it's a real picture, show it. If it's not a real picture, all right. So I'm gonna just put it up and then we can discuss it. I'll be, I'm gonna put it up and we can discuss it. But, so hold on. But what if it's not her? <laughs> Come on, brother. 
Because <laughs> you, you know, if it's not her, I, we don't. We don't. I don't want to victimize people if that's not associated with Jamal Hill. You know what I'm saying? That's not right. A brother. But it's cool. If it's not confirmed, it's cool. It, I think the only reason why people feel like it's confirmed because it makes sense, doesn't it? Like in your spirit, doesn't it make sense? Like you, you would think that he would do that, right? Okay, but look, I know from what I'm reading, I'm gonna tell you what I'm reading online right now. What I'm reading online is that this is his girl. Hold on, let me put it up on the screen. How do I? Okay, here we go. So apparently, this is his girl. Um, I, I never mind. We get off that joint, bro. Yeah, this is his girl. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not. I'm trying to see where, like, her face. Okay, yeah. See, they they got a video together. So apparently, this is his girl. I paused that right there. And this is for all my like lonely brothers who think they can never get bitches. Just remember to look at Jamal Hill's face, and know that it is possible to get a female because he's <laughs> capable of getting a female. So believe in yourself. You know what I'm saying? If you ever doubt yourself, don't doubt yourself because Jamal Hill got a girlfriend. So anybody can get a girlfriend. Stop, anybody. man. Anybody. I'm just saying. And also, I mean, the fact that she can... It Stop. is what it is. Stop. Yeah, yeah thank right. you. Right. Stop. I'm done. I'm done. Stop. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> Believe in love, people. Believe in love. Be the best version that you can possibly be in 2024. That's what they say, right, Sunny? Hold on, but but he got he got oh okay. So he has six kids. Nice. Um which are all by the same woman, and it's not that girl. Oh, he upgraded. Okay, he upgraded. so he, he did the. Okay, I I think I see. So when he was a a dirty ass individual, he was doing dirty <laughs> ass things. Yes. So that's okay. I had a friend like him. I won't say his name, but he would always talk about all the girls he would get soon. He'd be like, yeah. I get all these girls, all these girls, and I ain't never seen them. Until fast forward like a year later, one day I happen to see the type of girls that he gets, and oh my god! Of course you get a bunch of females, nigga. If you anybody can get a bunch of threes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You get that waking up, but you think that you getting bitches? Nah, come on, brother. You ain't getting none. Man, I want to put some of these images up on the screen so bad right now. Stuff that I'm finding, but I believe but it. It's her. I'm gonna tell you that I believe. You shook his hands, nigga. You have his spirit energy on you, nigga. <laughs> so fuck, Stop. figure this shit out. I, I, <laughs> you're funny as hell for that. Nah, I think, I think, man, this is hard, bro. I'm gonna tell you why because it's a lot of it's a lot of speculation about it. And the and I'm gonna tell you based on what I'm seeing about the kids, and this is all I'm gonna say about it because I feel weird talking about this niggas, you know, whatever. But these kids is mad light skin. 
Listen, I don't know nothing about no kids. I don't know nothing about nothing. All I know is this. So that what could be I was that could be her. That's all I'm trying to say. Nah, and I feel you. And all I'm trying to say is I was given information. I was shown a picture. And when <laughs> I saw the picture, I almost contacted animal abuse, right? <laughs> and I told him, because I spoke to the dude, his name was uh Jeremy. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. Jeremy, you if you ever hear this, you're a great guy. And I was telling them that I think that there's a dude who is abusing animals. Stop, bro. And he said, no, no, I'm serious. And he was like, what do you mean? What do you mean abusing animals? And then I showed him a picture of Jamal Hill, right? He said, oh, okay, I know Jamal Hill, ex-champion. He's struggling now. Yeah, yeah, I know Stop. her. Stop. And then I showed him a picture of the girl, right? And we both thought, well, I was under the, the thought that she was a beluga whale. You know what the beluga whales were? So I thought he was abusing a whale. That's why I called the animal abuse. But they told me to call the 1-800-Sea Creature line. And I talked to sea creatures, motherfuckers. They told me that was a rare white beluga well you can only find that in like one spot in the universe and that nigga jamal hill found it <laughs> but after examination we find out that it wasn't a white beluga male it was just a caucasian in the wild Stop, man. oh shit but remember this guys if Jamal Hill can gift women, anything is possible in my Kevin Garnett voice. Oh my God. All right. Um, do you have anything else, sir? Oh, let me put let me put this. Um J Manuel Jam. Appreciate you for your super chat, sir. Thank you so much. He said, Is it true Tony Ferguson is moving to Russia to improve his wrestling? <laughs> no, uh, Tony Ferguson. To Tony Ferguson. First and foremost, thank you very much for the bread. <laughs> We really appreciate you as struggling YouTubers. Life gets difficult. Anywho, Tony <laughs> Ferguson is another name in 2024 we will not mention. So we have three names, Sunni, <laughs> and we have to hold on this. And okay. anytime you we say, say these right names. right now, but this is the last time. What are the names? These are the, no, but I'm saying if you see these three names, there will be repercussions. <laughs> All right? All I don't right. know what those repercussions will, but we'll figure out. <laughs> we are not allowed to say Tony Ferguson's name anymore in 2024. Okay, so we got Tony Ferguson. He, reti he retired in 2023 after that. That All was right. his last fight. So, And then who else? Hmm. Colby Covington. Colby Covington is another one we're not saying. He also retired. We'll never hear from him again. Okay. And, and who's the third one? I don't know. I'll give the third one to you. You tell me. Um, Those are my two that we can't mention. I'm trying to think about who we said this about that we didn't want to see again. Izzy redeemed himself. Um, how how did Israel redeem himself when he called y'all idiots? You, you, yeah, you, but he called he called us idiots. You know that? Right? Why? That's all I'm saying. He called us for idiots? believing for believing that he he, he was going to retire for seven years or whatever the fuck he was saying. So he's gonna come back in 2027. Yeah, but I mean, you said it. But yeah. all right, but go ahead. What's your third day? Um, I would say 
you know who I don't want to see fight again? Hold on, let me. Um, Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith. That's my last. That's my. That's my number three. Anthony Smith. So we got oh, Tony that's Ferguson. A damn good pick. That's a damn good pick. We got Tony Ferguson. We got um. Who was the second one? Oh, Kobe Covington. Tony Kobe Ferguson. Covington, Kobe Covington. And Anthony Smith. I don't want to see any of these three people or hear about them for 2024. Okay. Hold you to that. Um, Ian, Ian, Ian is redeemable in the same way that, that Anonymous said, which is if he can win fights, then we don't have nothing to say because he's a talented individual. He's just talking a little bit too much. So, Oh, yeah. Sean Strickland is right behind. If Sean Strickland loses, he's he's on that list. Damn, because he's just gonna keep talking. He's on he's on that list of on on the fence. Yeah, yeah. If he loses, I. What if it's, a good, what if it's a good fight though? What if it's a good fight? Then I then then I won't do it. All right. So if he has a good fight or he wins, even if he loses and it's a good fight, it's cool. You're only allowed to talk shit when you're winning. Okay. Those are the rules and regulations of life. Yes. If you talk shit, I'm talking about just combat sports. It's just anything, competitive nature in life. Like mm -hmm. you can't talk shit and lose. There's a reason why a nigga like we won't name him, but lost all his stock in one night. Yes. 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 Because even his fan base knew, like, what the fuck did I buy in? Yep. This nigga just robbed me. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. So yeah, that's how, that's how I'm feeling. I want to I want to know where those people were that were there the last episode defending him, talking about he makes things exciting. We want to see him fight. I want to know if they want to see him fight this year. That's I mean, what I want to know. I, I wouldn't even want to know because to say such things like that, you're capable of very dangerous things. <laughs> I, I don't want to be associated with crazy people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hey, cause like that's just that's just nonsense. Yeah. So yeah, we're not we're not really we're not doing that. Harry said Luke Thomas made me dislike Sean Strickland a little bit more. Why? What the hell did Luke Thomas do? Um, he basically just went and was saying that it's sad how how uh Sean Strickland is how he's moving right now and how he's trying to hurt people and but his shit ain't together. Basically, you know, the the journalistic way of saying what you said. Facts. Hurt people hurt people. Basically. <laughs> yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Um I, but you I know did, what I think I, it is, Sunni? Uh -huh. uh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I, I did agree with something that he said, which was that he was looking at it from a standpoint of like, why is it that we're, we're okay with the behavior? Like he's lashing out like a child, you know, he's doing this and that, like, but he's also kind of trying to feel sympathy for him, basically saying like, he's, he's a fucked up individual. Um, and the reason why he's doing what he's doing is obviously because he's hurt. So he's trying to hurt other people because when he tried to show his feelings, you know, his dad did whatever he did to him. So yeah. Listen, I, I was, I was, I heard a great quote, one of the greatest quotes ever, right? Yeah. From, from, from one of the greatest movies of all time, Spider-Man 1. I know you mm -hmm. probably thought, what the fuck, Spider-Man? But yes. <laughs> and there's a line where he says, 
everyone knows great power comes with great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about Sean Strickland. The limelight is too bright for the brother. Yeah. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. See, back then, nobody was really paying attention to him. Even when he was fighting Alex and all that, nobody really paid attention to him as much. Yeah. But now the whole world is watching him. And now this nigga is going, this man is going through so many different emotions mm-hmm. on top of the fighting emotions. I'm not a psychologist. I ain't trying to break nobody down or nothing like that. But it's just obvious. Like, the yeah. fame, I'm not saying the fame is getting to him. I think it's too much for him. Mm. The spotlight ain't for everybody. I know. I don't want to make this about me, but there's a reason. Once again, I go by being anonymous. I know that being in your position, that's tough. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? It could be tough because people watch you. I don't. I like privacy, and yeah. I think that's how Sean Strickland is. And now you have to be open because you're a champion. Mm-hmm. You have to be a f- quote unquote face of the UFC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So all of that reckless abandonment is cool. Dana White will set you up. Put y'all together. It's cool. But then when it's enough is enough, they're going to throw you in the trash, Sean. So you got, you're going to have to figure out a balance, my boy. Yeah. yeah. This is his therapy session right now. You said this. You going this on pod. Yeah. Going all on this, podcast everything that's talking happening. Shit. Yeah. Everything that's happening right now, this is his therapy. Yeah. You go on another man's podcast and you cry. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Also, be, before... Before we say anything else, Eric said, I mean, Anthony Smith did tell Luke Thomas that John Jones isn't a good fighter. Crazy statement. How you? How can you? My question you, is this. You, this is my you, question. Um, you owe me 100 push-ups. For what? You said his sorry-ass name. I'm reading a comment, care. man. Nah, 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 nah. It doesn't matter. The name nah. itself is there. All right. So I can't even read it in the comment. Absolutely not. It's for All right. So now I know the rules. All right. We know. All right. Cool. All right. So, I'll, get, I'll let you pass on that one. So this guy, he who shall not be named, did tell Luke Thomas that John Jones isn't a good fighter. Here's the crazy thing about this statement. Imagine a world where you get your ass thoroughly beat, <laughs> thoroughly destroyed by a man and then turn around and say that that man is not a good fighter. What the fuck does that make you? what the fuck does that make you it's not like you just lost a close fight do y'all do do you remember what happened that fight he beat you so bad he almost got disqualified (laughs) come on son no he beat the shit out of him come on son come on son this is crazy you got a dude that literally beat you Almost to disqualification. If you closed your eyes, right, and you were in a dark room, you close your eyes in a dark room, and you listen to Scrub, Scrub One, talk about himself, (laughs) you would think, you would think like, and if y'all ever got time, right, I know it sounds crazy, but just try it. Listen to a Scrub One's uh, take on YouTube. When he's talking about himself as a fighter. And as you close your eyes and you visualize him speaking, you would think that you are listening to like a world renowned heavyweight champion, light heavyweight champion, superstar. Like you would think he's one of the nastiest niggas. (laughs) And then when you open your eyes and you see reality, (laughs) it's a fucking disappointment. It's like you got catfished. 
You know what I'm saying? He yeah. is Scrub One, aka Catfish. That is his whole career because he <laughs> thinks he's bigger than what he is. He's another nigga who, not a nigga, another man <laughs> who just happened to have connections <laughs> and to be able to do a podcast with Michael Bisbee. But by yourself, sir, you are in the same category as Baby Tooth, Little Foot, <laughs> Baby Tooth, <laughs> Jamal Hill. Oh my God. Oh, are we still saying his name? He's not on that list? He's not on my list because I'm talking shit. <laughs> it ain't going to get better for him. So Hold on. So look at this. Thank you, Kai. Appreciate you. Um, Kai says, Sunni, you prefer boxing or kickboxing for streets? That's a great question. I would say neither. I would prefer something like Muay Thai or... Muay Thai or Judo, mainly because you could break your hands fighting in the street. I learned that lesson a long time ago, and I stopped punching people in the face. I only elbow people. If I'm if I'm going to fight someone in the streets, I'm not punching them. I'm elbowing them. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And if I do punch, it's like on some light shit. Because it don't take much, especially with no gloves on, bro. You ain't got to do too much. And you could bust somebody's whole face up with a quick jab. Bust their whole lip. Bust their nose up. You don't, need, you, don't, you don't need to hit too hard. So on some quick shit, I'll throw a punch. But ideally, I'm trying to put this, this pointy motherfucker on somebody, you know? Mm, okay. Um, so how come plus, you ain't use your elbows? Huh? How come you ain't use your elbows the last time, you know, the nigga was faking on you? You see this guy? I'm not. I'm not entertaining you, sir. Um, hey, YouTube is a crazy world. Your homies just be lying straight up in the camera. That's fine. You can say what you want to say. All I want to say is in reference. The hell to this, was that helping you when you got punked? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know who punked me because I showed up, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, the other thing I would say though about this question. If I prefer boxing or kickboxing for the streets, I would also say neither because if I had a preference, I wouldn't use my body at all because I'm going to use a stick, a brick, nigga, grass, anything. I'm throwing it in your face, dirt, it don't matter. The streets is not for fair fighting. The ring is. The cage is. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now nah, the streets, everything goes, brother. You just don't ever want to. Here go Diego right here. Stuff. The brick is better. Absolutely. But see, the brick can give you felony charges. You That's gotta, very true. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta use it appropriately. It's a power that not too many can have. You gotta be responsible with it. You know, <laughs> I hit you with a brick is over for you. Right. Um, I think this is a very interesting comment. Jake said Luke Thomas's presentation gives me used cars, car salesman vibes, kind of like Josh Thompson and Chael. I had to unsub from all three. Interesting. Mm. Okay, you know what's so crazy? Mm. I mean, I I could see. I mean, uh, I I can understand that because Luke Thomas he gives me like um, emotional energy. You know, like nah, he's he's the opposite of emotional. But no, I like emotional, say... like uh, every like uh, I not emotional. Like what's the word I'm trying to look for? He's black blackballed or something? Is he really blackballed? 
he's I wouldn't say that he is blackballed. I think he's removed himself from the traditional MMA circles. So he's his own entity now. Yes. For if I'm not mistaken, yes. Hey, there will be no Luke Thomas disrespect. I know he's your good friend. No, nah, you know? and I, it would be I, nice I, to I, have yeah, I fuck him with Luke on. Thomas. Luke, Luke is one of the. Luke is, excuse me, I said one of. Luke is the first person to ever interview me. When I once I went professional, I've had other interviews when I was amateur, but like as far as like an uh, an analyst person interviewing me, someone interviewing me, Luke Thomas was the first person, first and second person to interview That's me. Love. So That's I can never, love. I can never talk bad about him. Not because there's also not anything bad for me to say, but I would never talk bad about somebody that gave me an opportunity like that. Yeah. I'll say this. It's not a bad thing. So let me relax. Uh, Luke Thomas, I am a struggling young African. And if you do not <laughs> help us with this channel, you're racist. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> Either 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 you help a struggling African or you're racist. That's that that's how I'm coming in 2024. Racist, everybody. Stop, <laughs> man. I can't let you do that. Come on, dog. Don't call hey, me Luke, racist. I am a struggling young African. They used to have commercials about me. Alright? They don't do that no more. But but we need it here, motherfucker. So Luke all due respect. No disrespect here, because we are a fan. Come show the brother love. They used to make commercials I, 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 about I, I'll, me. I'll Stop, bro. I'm saying, and Manscaped, one of you motherfuckers better sponsor us. My, my African boys get hairy, too. Stop. This shit is crazy. They don't show no love to Africans. I need a, uh, we, we need a, we need an African sponsorship. Somebody from Africa. We got to make it happen. That's all I got to say. You're hilarious, bro. Oh, my God. Nah, I agree, though. We do need, we do need some, some African sponsorship. Work you on it, bro. Saying? You over there on the motherland. Work on it. Nah, man. These man, these brothers over here, they be scheming like a motherfucker. These are the land of scammers over here. I ain't gonna lie to you. My people, they get it. They get it any means necessary. The other day, I seen these niggas build a homemade bridge to connect the road and was charging niggas to connect. And the, and the road wasn't even that wide. It was like literally, I want to say about 12 inches yeah. aboard just across a river. Yeah, that's so, hilarious. I'm like, dog, these, yeah, they OC over here, man. Um, I think this is a good, this is a good question. This is the last one before we get out of here. Um, Diego asked, who's your favorite analyst? Um, I like, I like, uh, Luke Thomas. I like specifically, I like his breakdowns on, on fights because he's, he's, Luke is very aware. And for a lot of people don't know that he used to train. I used to train with Luke, um, in DC and he wasn't that bad. As a grappler, he was not he was not bad at all. I think he he was a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. Um, but he doesn't train anymore. But his breakdowns are pretty good. I like him. And um surprisingly, even though I hate his voice sometimes, I do like John Anik. I think he's good. Yeah, John Anik is good, but I, I believe he's he's a robot. He's programmed. You see, it sounds like it. Yeah, I just like hate, I, the, I hate the way that the TV, the TV voice. I, I just don't like it. No, but I think he really walks around sounding like that. He does. That's why it's funny. But I don't like it. No, nah, I feel you. I'm with you. But you know, robots will do robot things. 
Absolutely. Also, I want to say this. For those of y'all who don't know, this is the last thing I'm going to say before we get out of here. Before we get out of here. Kenny Florian. For, th- for those who don't know, maybe some of y'all are newer to MMA and don't really know who Ken Flo is. Kenny Florian, to this day, is still one of my favorite fighters. I don't know if you knew that, Anonymous, but Kenny Florian nah, was... You remember what I was just talking about the elbows? Kenny Florian is the reason why I use, he's the reason why I use elbows and the reason why I'm afraid of elbows because he was slicing and dicing motherfuckers up. Um, he fought, bro, I mean, if you want to watch a, a, a good Kenny Florian fight, I would say um, when he fought Clay Guida. My God, what a beautiful fucking fight, bro. What a beautiful there's not too many fights that I say is beautiful, but that was a beautiful fight, bro. Cut him open, choked his ass out. Just, yeah, Kenny Florian is amazing, bro. I don't know. I don't really, like, look too much into him as a um, as an analyst. I know he was doing it a little bit, I think, for PFL, but it was never something that I was too interested in. But him as a fighter, yeah, Kenny Florian is that dude. Why people were talking about him? Oh, as an analyst? Yeah, because he's a, he, I think he's an analyst for PFL, or he was. I don't know if he still is anymore. Oh, okay. Didn't know that. I know he did it for your UFC for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he did. But then they got it, you know, they got... I don't know what happened, but it didn't work out for him. Yeah, they'd rather have... You know who's over there? Dominique Cruz, whatever the fuck. Yeah, but... At the same time, they might bring him back because they let Chell go, and then now Chell's back. So, who knows? Yeah, you you know what Chell had to do. Well, on that note, um, I don't have any, <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. Um, you got anything else before we get out of here? Nah. Uh, happy holidays to y'all, man. I hope twenty twenty four becomes the year that y'all wanted to become. You know, remain focused, my boys. Yes. Um, Thank you, everybody. Appreciate y'all. To everybody that super chatted, we are greatly appreciative of you all. Um, We got some new stuff coming in the new year. We're planning it out right now. So we will hopefully have some announcements for you guys next week. Other than that, that's all I got. Um, Pros and casuals, we out. Peace. two hours.